I'm Emma G. Rose, author of Contemporary Fantasy and Mythological Weirdness. I'm Shelley Shearer, author of Urban Fantasies and Cozy Mysteries. Welcome to Indie Book Talk. Join us as we explore the expanding universe of indie books. Shelley, do the thing. Oh, I have to do the thing? You have to ask me what I've been reading. I'm sorry. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. So, Emma, what have you been reading lately? I have been reading A Touch of Darkness by Scarlett St. Clair. And the first thing is that I bought this book early in the pandemic um, <laughs> and then couldn't read it because I was it, I had pandemic brain for a while and couldn't read it. And then I left it because I, was, I, was, I had it at my house in Maine. And then I went down to Virginia and sort of like holed up in Virginia for a long time. And so I didn't have the book with me, so then I couldn't read it. And so as soon as I got back to Maine, which is where I am now, I picked it up again and actually read it, which was happy because it turns out I really liked it. Okay, well, cool. That's good. But what drew you to it originally? Like what made you first buy it? Originally, I think I'm, I'm trying to remember way back then, a million years ago. Um, I think if I remember right, that Stephanie Miro, who is like the boss of showing off other awesome indie authors um, mm -hmm. in the kind of paranormal genre, she had posted something like reposted somebody's post about it or posted a picture of the book or something on Instagram and I read the description and I was kind of intrigued and then I really liked the cover and so it's pretty, it's pretty cover <laughs> <laughs> so to describe it it's kind of like a purpley flower with some vines it it has a great feel to it it's very dark and like mysterious Mm -hmm. And, you know, the cover, the, the, the title is A Touch of Darkness, so dark and mysterious seems correct. So with Stephanie recommending it, let me guess, there's vampires possibly? <laughs> no, no, no. It's the other thing that Stephanie's into. So it's it's um mythology. Ah, okay. Uh, which is... I had a 50-50 there. You did, you did. <laughs> uh, sometimes it's both. But in this particular book, uh, it's mythology. And it's really a very strange and interesting retelling of the myth of Persephone. Ah. So for those who don't know the myth of Persephone, basically Persephone uh, was this like daughter of a, of a goddess. And so that means she's kind of a goddess too, I guess. Uh, and she goes down into the underworld for reasons. And then she ends up being kind of trapped in the underworld part-time. So she's, she's a part-time prisoner in the underworld, in the original myth. And mm -hmm. she's the goddess of spring. And so uh, we get winter when Persephone goes down into the underworld, and then we get spring when she comes back into the, the human world. Uh, and that's the story of, in a very simple format, of Persephone. But this is kind of an urban fantasy retelling? This is an urban fantasy retelling, and it is so interesting. So, okay, so the first thing you have to know is that the, the the goddess Persephone in, like, modern mystic practice, a lot of, there's a lot of stories about her and, like, uh, uh, women think of her as, like, a goddess of, like, sexual awakening and all kinds of exciting things like that. Mm -hmm. um, and so this urban fantasy retelling kind of pulls in both that ancient Greek and the more modern interpretation to make this thing I've never seen before. 
So are you politely telling me there's hot and steamy sex in this book? There is. Yes. This is um, <laughs> this is not safe for work. This is like, it's it, it's well done. You know, I wasn't like ever, you know how sometimes you read it and you're just like, whoa. Yeah. Um, I, well, no, this is, it's, it's well done. It's, I mean, it's, there's some crazy stuff going on, but it, it's well <laughs> described in a way that you're, you still feel literary when you're, you know, reading this really steamy stuff. So like, whatever that means to you, but, uh, don't read this if you're not okay with the hot and steamy stuff. I was unprepared, frankly. Oh, okay. Um, I don't usually read that. And so I got to those pages and I was like, whoa, that went a little bit hotter than I thought it was going. Okay. There was no fade to black there. What happened? No, there is no fading to black. There is, here's what happened and here's what happened after. Like, Okay. <laughs> so very well done. Makes perfect sense for the characters in the situation, even all the way back to like the mythology of the characters being portrayed. So it's completely appropriate. Um, and it's done with with good boundaries in terms of like, the characters involved are um, happy to be there. You know, nobody's okay. nobody's under duress. Nobody's in a icky. Well, there's one kind of icky situation, but um, there it's all acknowledged, right? It's it's a, it's a very respectful treatment of all of the characters involved. That's a thing. But I want to talk. I want to talk about the world in this book okay. because the world was what I was like, I was unprepared for the steamy stuff, but I was really unprepared for the depth and complexity of this world. So it's not just like plop down into like DC or something. It's, no. It's... Okay. Okay. In this reality, what has happened is that the gods have decided they're sick of hanging out on Olympus and they're going to come and reclaim earth. And so before, in the time before the story, that happened. So there's this huge war and all the gods came to earth and they like took control of people and there were battles and it was a whole thing. And now we're living in like, it's a, it's like a post-apocalyptic semi-utopia in that the gods are here. The gods are the gods, you know, from ancient mythology, but they mm -hmm. are celebrities essentially. Okay, so they're not like worshipped in oh, things. No. It's more like a star kind of thing, or they're they're worshipped as gods and they are celebrities. Okay, which if you think about it, probably is what would happen if the gods came back to Earth. You know, they're like yeah. the new gods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so they they're down here and they're doing their thing and like they all own like restaurants and nightclubs and and have publishing contracts and they do all this stuff. And the main character in this story is a goddess, but she's hiding it. And because hmm. she's so minor and she doesn't, her powers don't work right. And so okay. she's like, her mother's been trying to keep her safe by hiding the fact that she's a goddess. So she's like, I'm going to live as a mortal. And she goes off to college and stuff. But the world in which this is happening is so interesting because it's so exactly like our real world with this layer that changes everything of the gods being present. Okay. You, you've won me over. It's so cool. I, I only had the cover to go on and it was intriguing, but now I'm, I'm very intrigued. Yeah. Cause I, I was kind of expecting, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting more of like, yeah, we plopped them down in New York city or something, you know, mm -hmm. but it's a whole new city. It's new, 
New Athens, I think they're living in. So like the world has literally been rearranged. Like they've moved continents around. Um, (laughs) So, and it's, it's cool because all of that's kind of background and it doesn't, the, the gods being celebrities is important to the story, but like all of that other stuff is just sort of like the reality of the world they live in. And so I'm hoping, I know that there's at least another, I think there's a couple of other books in this. Well, it sounds like it's got enough to build on. Yeah, I'm hoping that we do some more expo- exploration of that. Because there's also, like, a couple of passing mentions of a group that's anti the gods and thinks that they're just meddling and shouldn't be here. And so they're, mm. they're, there's, like, mention of them, but they don't really come up in the actual plot. And I want them, I want to know more about what's going on there. So the world is really well developed. The characters are interesting, they could very easily, like, the, the writer could very easily have gotten away with making them much less dimensional than they are, you know? Because everybody kind of has this, like, oh, I know what who Hades is, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, I've seen that, the Hercules Disney cartoon, right? I've got an image. <laughs> but she really worked to make sure that all of the characters are fully dimensional people. And is it mainly from Persephone's point of view? or yes. is it? yes. It's okay. very much from Persephone's point of view. I'm trying to, I don't think it ever really goes outside of her point of view. It's it's in third person, but it, it's it's closely focused on on her and what she knows and her perceptions. And, you know, the myth of Persephone is in some ways the myth of a girl becoming a woman, you know, like that growing mm-hmm. up. And that's kind of what she's doing here. You know, she goes off to college. She's been, she calls it homeschooled, but basically imprisoned by her mother <laughs> for the last, you know, however long. Um, and then she goes off to college. Now she has her an internship, which is her first real job. And so it's all very relatable. It's just that, you know, Hades is like a guy she runs into. <laughs> 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 and so it's, it's really, it's really interesting. I liked it a lot. I wasn't ready for the steaminess, but it was okay. Once I got there, it was, it was fine. So did the blurb on the back accurately represent what the book was about? Let me look at it again. I think that, yes. I I do think that it, it accurately represented the romance dimension of the story, which is the bulk of the story. But I think that there is a lot more going on than what's on the back of the book, which I'm I like, right? I don't want mm-hmm. to read the back of the book and feel like I have a summary of the whole story, right? No, obviously not. But you also want to know if it's, I mean, there's a difference between, okay, this is a romance. And then there's a book with romance as maybe a main theme, but that's, there's so much more to it. So do you think this would turn off someone that's looking for just a romance? Oh, no, I don't think it would turn off someone who's looking for just a romance. But I think it will surprise someone who goes looking for a romance and gets to find more things. Because there really is just a lot dealt with in this story. And you say there's already a book too, you think? I'm pretty sure there's at least a book, too. I can't remember. I know I've seen them, like, on her Instagram, because, of course, I follow her on Instagram, because I always follow authors on Instagram. Um, so How many people do you follow on Instagram? It's not as many as it sounds, I swear. I do, I do in fact, follow a lot of people on Instagram, and um, I do follow her. And honestly, like, it's funny, because if you follow her on Instagram, the quotes can be pretty steamy. Um, yeah. Not like, not to the degree that the book gets to, but there's like, you know, there's, it's definitely like what she's leaning into. Um, Mm -hmm. But I do think that there's just a lot more going on in this story than the romance. Like it's how the romance affects the world and how the world affects the romance is really interesting. 
So do you think this world was fleshed out to the point where without the romance, this could have been just a fantastic story based on this world? Oh, yeah. Oh, you could tell all kinds of stories in this world. I think there are many stories to tell here. If she wanted to, she could go off on all ki- in all kinds of directions. I think that the story that is being told, the primary story in this novel is Persephone's coming of age through the context of this first really intense relationship with a person who happens to be the god of death. I don't think you can have anything other than an intense relationship with the god of death. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, you can't really have a summer fling with him. It just doesn't work. You wouldn't think so, no. Like, you're not going to, like, casually date, you know? No. Like- yeah. You know, see Hades on Tuesday, Bob on Wednesday, no. <laughs> All right, well, I am intrigued. I will give this book a shot because at first I, I wasn't totally won over, but... You have again won me to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs>